Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Baywatch podcast. For you that don't know, and I'm sure there's only a few of you now, because I'm sure most of you do listen to this podcast, that we are now watching Baywatch one episode at a time. We are on season two, episode six, with me on this adventure of a lifetime, and he's loving every minute of it, is Rich Wiltshire. Hi, Rich. How you doing? Hey. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this to ourselves, Dave? Why? <laughs> now turned into like a science experiment or something. Or... <laughs> it would be, we should take a photo of ourselves just before every episode, just yeah. to see how we've aged. I, I, I was trying to work it out about how long we're going to be doing this for. Don't depress me. I think it's about 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a long time, but imagine if we get through it. I doubt we, I doubt we will. <laughs> oh, God. What have we started? <laughs> yeah, we should have probably looked at how many episodes were in each season, but I just thought, this, this is a laugh. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, and here we are, episode six. Shall I read the bio and then we can crack on? Go on then, go for it. Okay, this one is called Point of Attack, and the bio is quite short for this one, but quite prompt. After helping break up a gang fight on the beach, Eddie gets the idea of having some gang members join the lifeguard W-A-T-E-R program designed to help troubled youths. That's it. The water program. On this episode, we have another special guest. We have film critic from Jumpcast and Jump Cut Online, uh, Reese Bowen Jones. It's all quite shocking and surprising for him, but you'll find out why when you listen to the episode. I want to know what W-A-T-E-R stands for. Yeah, spoiler, we don't we don't know what that means <laughs> for the whole episode <laughs> we just recorded. Because <laughs> I can't find it online. I've Googled it, and it's come up with lots of different things it stands for, none of which match this episode. No. So hopefully you enjoy listening to it, because we quite enjoyed talking about this one. And we will be back for the, pros, the post, sorry, Amble Rant. I mean, yeah, rant is probably the word. Yeah, at rant, this point. definitely rant. <laughs> Um, but there is there is a special a special guest a special guest star in this episode. Yes, you get to talk about. It's always nice when we have someone who's who's on the show who then goes on to much bigger and better things. Yes, and not many of them. Yes, this person definitely much bigger and better things. That's true. Uh, okay, enjoy. Point of attack. Welcome, Reese. Welcome to the Bay Watch podcast. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm very excited for you to be here. Our, our <laughs> opening question to new guests is always about their relationship with Baywatch, because normally they've watched it when they were little, but you're different, aren't you? Yes. I've My only kind of experience of Baywatch before this episode today was I've seen the the Rock Zac Efron film that came out the other year. Yeah. Um, and I do have a, a funny connection to the actual the title theme. Um, because at my university, for some reason, it was, I think it was a long standing tradition that during a night out, probably in Rock City in Nottingham, yeah, the Baywatch theme would play. And that meant that everyone had to take their t shirts off and then spin them in the air as it was playing for like three minutes. Yeah. So I was like, I knew I had the link to that theme song, <laughs> but I'd never seen an episode in my entire life, never a single second of it. That was a very rugby thing at our university, Dave, as well. I think you missed that, though. <laughs> no, I, I knew that the song, every time it got played, people went mental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of running in slow motion, but the, the whipping the T-shirts off and hurling them round, that was yeah, rugby boys 
sort yeah, of signature. I was too self-conscious for that. Too self-conscious. <laughs> I did it every so often to impress a woman or something. Did it work? Um, did it work? Never. Literally oh. never. So. <laughs> do, do you know the words to the, the, the song then, I guess? Um, more than I thought I would, yeah. When it came on, I was like, oh my god, this is like flashbacks. <laughs> so I know like the chorus and the first verse, definitely. Yeah. No. The rest of it, I'm a bit shaky on, but I know at least the first kind of minute or so, yeah. So yeah. did anything Did anything from the Baywatch movie, the rock Baywatch movie, make sense to you now you've seen the episode? Um, I mean, I feel like I have to admit that I can't remember anything about the film. <laughs> um, <laughs> it left that much of an impression, like... I remember who was in it. I, I couldn't tell you a single bit of the plot. Um, and it was... Yeah, I, I could definitely see kind of where the inspiration came from. But it did feel like the film at least had more going on in it. Like, we'll get into the episode, I'm sure, in a second. But it felt like the Baywatch episode was about 20 minutes of story <laughs> and then 25 minutes of just musical montage. Oh, yes. <laughs> like... Oh, yes. So I, th- I think the Baywatch film is really, really good. <laughs> because yeah. it absolutely nails the Mickey take of Baywatch. It kind okay. of it really does hammer some of those Baywatch stereotypes. And I think mm. that the film's really clever for doing that. But I think if you've never seen Baywatch, you probably watch that Baywatch movie and go, What is this? <laughs> like, yeah. This is nonsense. So it was it was meant to be a parody. Mm. Or was it meant to be like an actual continuation of the story? It's not a continuation of the story, no. It's not a continuation of the story. I, okay. I think it's the Baywatch series doesn't even continue the, the story of Baywatch. <laughs> that line, the, the movie. I think the movie is kind of more of a knowing nod rather than a the straight out okay. parody. But yeah, it, okay. it certainly like helps if you see Baywatch. The running joke in the the movie that it's the, the the lifeguards are trying to like solve the crimes and the policemen are like staying say it stay out of it and this mm. is not your job. That that's literally Baywatch. That's all the ba- oh, that's all the lifeguards right. do. They seem to get involved and do more policing yeah. than the policemen. Um, I've got it. Like in this one, then they didn't take the, the 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 thugs to the police station. They took them to the oh, workout God. room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about this now? Is this the is this a good point? Because the absolute nonsensicalness of what happens. Like, I didn't understand what was going on at Mitch all. goes, take him to a place with no weapons so they can't hurt anyone. <laughs> they put him in the gym full of weights and iron bars. Like, and together. What? All together in the same room. That's the worst place you could have put. Put him in the tea room, for God's sake. Mm. Like, <laughs> put him in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere but the weight room. God dear. Ridiculous. Yeah. Rhys, have you got any questions? Were you confused about any aspects like characters or or storyline that you think we, you should have known before you went into this episode? Um, no, I think, to be fair, it, it they did establish the characters quite quickly. Like, I understood that um, Shawnee and Eddie were a thing. Mm-hmm. And they were obviously having that weird tiff with Court and him going out to see the slugger fight or whatever. Um, that was an odd conversation. Um I didn't. I didn't mind that. The only thing that did kind of stick out to me was where's Pamela Anderson. That was my first question. Like, <laughs> she's not in it yet. She's not in it till series three. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is uh, again. Every guest that comes in has asked, "Where's Pamela Anderson?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, too fair to like. I think her name was Erica Elenica or something. I don't know. What her name was. The girl from AT. Um, Elena. Yeah, I she think. was quite. She was quite good. She was perfectly entertaining. 
I thought I didn't think the acting was like that good, but she wasn't the worst of them. Um, I wanted more the Hoff because I I came into thinking he would be in every minute of every episode. Yeah, but he's not in this episode. <laughs> I was like, what the hell have I d- signed up for? <laughs> um, but no, I I picked up most of the kind of the the characters, and I picked up that it was there's no kind of continuous story throughout the series. It's just every week they do a random thing, yeah, and then the next week is a different random. They thing. completely yes, forget the last episode happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a weird one for you to come in never having watched them before because there are there are at least four characters in the credits that aren't in the show. <laughs> so Hobie's not in it, Harvey's not in it, Captain Thorpe's not in it, Ben's not in it. Thought, like Mitch is in it for about all of five minutes, if that. Mm. Like it's a it's a weird one for you to come in on, but we do have and co- Danny yeah, Trejo. <laughs> that was a nice surprise for it you. It wasn't. Like, yeah. Danny no. Trejo. Um, oh yeah, Danny Trejo was was in it. He has a bizarre. <laughs> he was there. The whole thing when he was there, and there was that is that really <laughs> terrible like cut to black when he's like, oh here it, I'm around here, I'm the law. And then the next scene when they come back, the Eddie is in the house talking to his son mm. while he's outside talking to his like fighting his mate. I was like, we missed that whole interaction. Like, right, you fight him while I distract the son. When there was like entirely just skip over. It was so bizarre. <laughs> It was funny, but it was just bizarre. Oh, that, and I love this story. Died as well. <laughs> Trejo nearly died. That was quite fun. I, I'm guessing he nearly died because he couldn't swim. I right? hope so. Yeah, but he did say he couldn't swim. Not only but... could he not swim, but he also must have had rocks in his pocket because he sank in about yeah, I was gonna milliseconds. Say, like, <laughs> humans, humans don't sink. Humans famously float. Like... <laughs> not in Baywatch. No. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is made of lead. <laughs> and when they brought him around, when they, whatever the word is, recover or revive, resuscitate, yeah. no water comes out of his mouth. So. No, yeah. Which is the classic. You always spit out water when you are brought back to life from water death, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to try and be positive. What was your favourite bit? Do you have a favourite <laughs> moment of the episode? Without kind of being kind of ironic about it. Um, I really enjoyed the the Will I Be Alive Tomorrow music video, um, <laughs> with the son, Danny Trejo's son like wandering the streets, the same corner like yeah. five times, by yeah, the way. Yeah. like going to see the same people. Was it meant to be like over a set of days, or was it just the same corner in God, one hour? God knows, um, they wouldn't have thought that through. I th- I, no, exactly. I really enjoyed that because it was very funny, and I couldn't work out whether that was a real song. Or it had been written for the actual TV show. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise who was the latter because it was so bad. The lyrics were horrendously terrible that I think it was written for this one scene. It wouldn't surprise um, me. I, I, there's a soundtrack credit for for a song called "Crazy," which was performed by Seal. Was that a song by no. Seal? Do you reckon? No, no it wasn't no. that one. I wrote it's like a Michael Bolton type of music for that one. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit like that. Like something you listen to magic. It did feel like the kind of song that the chorus did not link to the verse in any way. Like being alive tomorrow was not at any point a quandary that the song was trying to portray, and yet it was the main kind of riff of the chorus. <laughs> I was like, what? You, what are you talking about? Because it looks so uh, bad on the streets of LA, just wandering around. <laughs> yeah. And it, He's having a great time. And again, you've got a particularly like uh, montage-heavy episode. 
I think this might even have been close to the volleyball episode we watched, Dave, where yeah, over fifty percent of the episode minute runtime was montage. <laughs> <laughs> it did feel like that because you had that one. You had the one when all the the uh, the gang kids were improving or they're getting nicer, Jesus. and then you had the one when they were on the boat being made sick or something, <laughs> yeah. like just like prove a point. And then you had the really long running chase bit up the stairs. Like that was only added to extend the length of the episode. Like it was only padding. Um, but it was, yeah, lots of montages, very little conversation, which I quite appreciated. The stairs. <laughs> <laughs> the stairs, man. I was like, they're not going to show him run up the whole of that fight of stairs, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, oh. that yeah. I mean, that, that that's that's a even for Baywatch. I've even written in my notes. Oh god, another shit montage. <laughs> like, they really are. They yeah, really are pushing it. Um. So, essentially, we haven't. Th- this will mean nothing to you, Reese, because you've not seen it before. But Dave mm-hmm. Court is back. Yeah, so excited. John D. Court. Is a he's the guy in the cowboy hat, Reese, who he comes back on the mm-hmm. on the motorbike. He was in series one, and I'm not sure if that means series one happened or not, <laughs> because until this point, I've been convinced that series one's not canon, and series one never happened, because essentially yeah. Hobie's like four years younger than he was in series one, and mm-hmm. lots of things are very different. But the the court turning up. Also, did you notice on the same motorbike as he turns up in Series 1 on? I didn't notice that. <laughs> he turns up on that white scrambler motorbike that he turns up on in Series 1. Yeah, comes to the rescue and hasn't changed at all. It's, it's definitely still no. the same character. Still a slut. Yeah, I watched it. For, I was like, <laughs> I was really excited. Like, court's back. Someone's going to get punched. And then I was like, oh no, and he's a dick. <laughs> well, he did punch Trejo. He did literally punch Trejo. He did, yeah. He, he did. Because <laughs> his backstory is that he is a Navy SEAL or a former Navy SEAL. Okay. Uh, that was not explained no. at all. No. <laughs> uh, he, was in, he was in the Navy SEALs with Mitch uh, and someone else that died in Series 1. And basically, he was brought in at Season 1 at the 12 episode mark when they needed to ramp up the viewers a bit more. Because season one was famously uh, underliked by a lot of people because right. it's rubbish. Um, Less rubbish than series two. Uh, I actually, I actually <laughs> think a lot of series one is better than what we've seen so far. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, this so- series is more troublesome than first season. We've had to deal with a lot more. Um, what's the word I'm trying to? Be nice inappropriate um, yeah uh, and again with this one not quite sure if it's appropriate or not about like stereotypes and you know culture stereotypes mm. it still are, feels pretty racist oh, yeah. doesn't it really yeah and, it was a bit and the white saviour came back again you know mm. oh good old it was a bit you know mm. um, I actually yeah I think series series one overall series one was better than what we've seen in series two so far but mm. they had about triple the budget, so mm. you know you can you can kind of. But the same old problems are still there. Like the editing is still absolute dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> the, the screenwriting is still awful, and you know the the acting is passable at best. You know they're all the problems yeah. that we have with series one. But the reason that series two exists is because series one was so popular in Germany and Britain 
the, <laughs> managed to because of David Hasselhoff. Well, yeah, they managed to get series two re- like commissioned after it had been cancelled. Yeah. So you know, which doesn't normally happen. It's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the UK's fault. In some yeah. 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 Well, well, I never seen series one or two. I like you, Reese. I was always for Pamela Anderson was in it, and every episode mm. I'm like, she'll show up soon. But <laughs> <laughs> she'll be there. That was the first shock when I kind of started. I was like, who the hell is this Erica woman? Like, famously, like, the one thing everyone knows about Baywatch is Hasselhoff yeah. and Pam Anderson. Yeah. Those are the two mainstays of the whole series, and yet they were not there. So I thought, I've been swindled like <laughs> Dave Curtis. <laughs> See, the beauty is when I ask people, I actually haven't watched the episode myself. So. Oh, good. Um, I'm like I don't know what you've got I just know this really cool actor's in it and I thought Danny Trejo was going to be in it a lot more and have a lot better yeah part. he was well when, when was this episode I didn't kind of research into when 1991 I think yeah so 19... was that kind of was that early days Trejo or was he kind of already in the zeitgeist at that time I would say it's early days he started out in 85 right. so his first film oh, was 85 but I don't think he made anything particularly big until kind of mm. mid 90s yeah, so, he might be yeah. so it wouldn't have been advertised as the Danny Trejo episode. No, no, no. Like when it wouldn't. Back in eyes, right? it's been quite interesting because we've we've had Brian Cranston Cranston's top uh, popped up in series one. Uh, oh really? Yeah, as a a dodgy cruise. We've had uh, liner. Who else? Do we William have? William Fincher. Yes. Uh, yeah. He turned up as a gangster. Uh, David Spade is David it, Spade. A, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, who else? Someone from LA Law, whatever it is, or whatever it's called. Yeah, tell you that was. That's all I can currently think. Of. Yeah, and a shark from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> a leftover prop <laughs> off of Jaws. Mm. Um, Danny Trejo is actually in another episode. He, Same character. He's is he? different, completely different character, but he will oh, be in episode. Uh, he'll be in series three, episode nine, as a completely different character. <laughs> Is he still, yeah, playing a Latino? Oh yeah, same stereotype. (laughs) I imagine it's the exact same story with a different son character. We'll get him to fight court again, and we'll. uh... I've got, yeah, I've got a lot of questions to ask about the whole uh, the water program. Um, (laughs) One genius name. I don't know what it stands for. No, A T E R. No, I mean, like that was on the on the prime thing. It was like the W A T E R program. Yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. And it was never like explained, like what it possibly could stand for. I can't even think of like, no, I've got no, I've got literally nothing what it could stand. For. No, viewers, listeners, if you had no, let us know. Not a clue. Um, so their 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 main aim was it to take guys off the street. 40-year-old men, it looked like, but I'm guessing they're meant to be teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Off yeah, the street. I, I love the fact that Eddie's like, they're just kids and they're all taller than him. <laughs> and older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a line, sorry but to kind of talk about Eddie briefly. That there was a time when he, when he said, I forget what he said exactly, but he said something he'd done in the past that was like many years ago. And I was like, you look 21. <laughs> like, what could you have been doing? You were at school at that point. Like, what were you doing at that time? I was like, I think he was meant to be, what, 30? Was he? No, he's meant to be about 19, 20. Honestly. He is, actually. He is meant to be that young. I think so, yeah. 
I'm sure there was a line that said he did something a long time yeah. ago. Okay, with Eddie, I'm going to fill you in. He was a bad boy from Philadelphia. He was born up on the streets. I heard Philly, I heard the Philly line. Uh, yeah. And he, he went from foster parents to foster parents. He's lost a sister at some point. That only ever gets mentioned once in one episode, but he never gets mentioned again. <laughs> okay? He's, he's had some dodgy past. He'd done a bit of time in juvie, we think. Um, but he, he left all that behind. There's one line he says he hadn't seen the sea until he turned 19. Yes, he said that. Uh, and that can't be because when he turned up in season one, he was definitely 19. Season one didn't happen, <laughs> Dave. I'm telling you this. Just forget season one. It never happens. <laughs> Fine, it never happened. So he knows what the streets are like, apparently. Because, yeah, he was. So he knows what it's like to live on the streets and be. Uh, not have a father and stuff like that. Uh, which he doesn't really represent very well as a character or as a person. No, he seem he he comes across as a very kind of kid from a, a kind of a well off kid from a very well off family, mm. like and he's got a, a nice job working as a lifeguard with a really attractive co worker. Like he's done very well for himself. He doesn't come across as a kid who's had drug and knife crime issues in his life. No, which I guess is kind of assumed. I, uh, I guess so. Because he's been in prison, he said at one point. Exactly, he's had mm. he's had stints in juvie and all that. Yeah, yeah. I I think at this point Eddie's supposed to be about twenty five, and okay. and I think Shawnee is about twenty one. Right. So I'm not sure how that works, but also Rich, <laughs> sorry, Rich, he's now living on a boat. Yes, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Now, so Eddie now lives on a boat. So he he didn't have a boat. No. last week's episode or a home. <laughs> he have he had a home somewhere else. He had a house. Had definitely yeah. had a house with a lounge and a kitchen. Um, <laughs> and he he did they, he did uh, lie about b- wanting to buy a boat so he could sleep with Shawnee on the boat. Once. Yeah, yeah. But that was all a plan because he was too poor to actually buy the boat. He didn't have the money to buy the boat, so he pretended he wanted to buy the boat so that he could test drive it for like a weekend. Like that that literally that was like two episodes ago. So he didn't have the money to buy a boat two episodes ago and now he lives on a boat. He definitely has a boat. <laughs> and she has the key to it as well. Like that's gone very quickly that Well because yeah. she, she said at one point that he got drunk and stayed out with court or whatever and then she was like, I was at, I was at your houseboat last night. <laughs> and this is the thing. You assume that's gone very quickly, but they were engaged in the last series. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, that's never been mentioned. That's never been mentioned again. <laughs> are they meant to be like engaged now, or is that are they just together? No Nobody one knows. knows. <laughs> okay, it's like a running gag. We still we're still not quite sure. One day they're going to mention mm. it. We're like ah, <laughs> six episodes in, still nothing. So still nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, does does she? Do you know if she leaves when Pamela Anderson comes into it? I think there's a bit of a crossover. Okay, a slight one. Because at, at the moment, in the first season, it was not much women, and it was mainly men doing right. And then it's and it wasn't it wasn't too pervy, you know, those shots of just ass that they mm. have on the beach. And in this series, that slowly ramps there's a up uptick into like there's there's that bit in this episode where so they just show models modelling with surfboards for about three minutes, mm. and you're like, okay, that's Baywatch. I know this is famously Baywatch now. Yeah, they're kind of so... they're kind of learning what the audience were watching for. I think. Shawnee mm-hmm. is in it until episode until season three, episode two. Oh wow! They... And then she. So that's her last episode. Wow! So and that's with Billy Warlock, isn't it, Eddie? Yeah. They leave... which is a great name, by the way, Billy Warlock. It's just a fantastic name. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> so there's only two episodes of of crossover with with Pamela Anderson. Ooh. 
if she, so you can't, you can't possibly have two attractive blonde leads in a TV show. That's not allowed. I thought that's all Baywatch was. Yeah, exactly. Show. I thought that's what it was too. Because it's it's not. Well, it's like the the film has like four. Yeah, and they're all yeah they're all made, uh, based on. I think Summer, who is also in the movie, a character has played as Alexander, the 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 Daniel. Thank you. Uh, yeah. She's in season three as well, I think, and then CJ's in season oh. three. But you know, it's it's just a lot of white women until like season mm. six or seven, I think. Oh God. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah. There's, there's not much representation going on in Baywatch. <laughs> no, it's only nothing positive. It doesn't seem the most progressive TV show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. we got the police officer. Uh, Garner, yeah. And he's he's amazing. We love Garner. Garner's um, literally the best thing about this show. And yeah. again, only cool. in it for about thirty seconds. Again, this episode. Mm. <laughs> he's like Murdoch from Lethal Weapon. At some points, there's a. Uh, Murtaugh. It's a bit when he's hanging. Oh, what did I say? Murtaugh. Murdoch. Murdoch. <laughs> That's eighteen, mate. <laughs> but there's a bit when he's like hanging from a helicopter in season one. He's like, "Get down, you bitch!" or something. It's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> sounds it. <laughs> he had to be there. <laughs> and he hung glides. It's great. But there's not. And then we get to this, and we get to the Latino stuff, and you're like, "Oh, okay. This is where mm. we go with this now." Mm. Um. A lot of things about this that didn't make sense to me. Like mm. Yes, the water program, one of them. Yeah, the water program yeah, makes one. no sense the whatsoever age of the kids. to me. The age of the kids, who all look about 40. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, like, why doesn't Carlos, like the, the Danny Trejo's character, want his son to not... I, I don't get the whole kind of trying to keep him in the hood... Why does he not want him to do mm. the water program? Why does he not want him to have it? The whole point of when you have kids is you want them to have a better life than you've had. You know, they want you want them to have things better than you. You know. Yeah. See, I th- I think for, I interpreted from that was he was saying that he's Trejo has been through that life himself and he knows what society is like towards people like Trejo mm. towards the Latino community, I suppose. And he's saying that you know he just wants him to be you know stay under his wing, not kind of go out there because he knows. The bad times waiting for him, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Rather than, I think he is trying to protect him somewhat from the horrors of reality. I what, suppose. What kayaking? But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the sea. Yeah. Being a lifeguard, essentially, right? They were no, sort of no kind of... I don't think they were even teaching them to be a lifeguard. Were they? Well, I don't know. Well, they taught them like, like basic CPR, didn't they? And they taught that. Well, none of them could kayak, by the way, or that, nor could like um, water. Not waterboard. Is it waterboard? That's not a thing, is it? Well, Water. Waterboarding is a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. It's not like a thing. Windsurf. Thank you. Not waterboard. <laughs> um, none of them could water. What could windsurf or kayak or really do CPR? Apart from, I guess, um, the kid could at the end. Memo. Because he was like. Memo could, but they all got certificates for doing what? <laughs> Congratulations, you've passed. <laughs> <laughs> you attended. And also, did you notice they gave out the certificates and then they went back in the back, went back on the kayaks again for another day? Yeah, and then they yeah. all got in the van after that with their certificates, all proud. Like you had them two days ago. What's the problem? Like, <laughs> dear and me, they're all still still robbing from them. Well, that's the bit that doesn't yeah, make they sense. Nothing. That's the bit that makes no sense to me. 
is that they've gone through this journey. They're supposedly taking these kids from the streets who are in gangs, taking them through this journey, and then they have them rob their lockers, which is the most blatant thing anyway. Like they're not they're not stupid, these kids, are they? You know. If you notice, it was the gangs coming together to rob them. Oh, <laughs> that's what they I achieved. Were they two different the gang gangs lads came together like... and robbed uh, the lifeguards yeah. blind. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> At least they <laughs> unity now. Yeah. So Baywatch did do one good thing in that they un- they made two gangs into one big bad gang, <laughs> which is quite nice of them, to be fair. Yeah. So Ellie has got that to worry about. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> I don't... It just it just didn't make any sense to me. It's just like there's no, no point yeah. having that steel, you know, that bit of no. just apart from another shit montage. That's all it led to. That theft was another crap montage and Eddie getting to talk about some life skills. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Honestly. I did. But I think I think that's probably the scene where I'm thinking about where how old is Eddie because I was like, who are you to give this kid life advice when you look the exact same yeah, age? And you're and you're about you know? four like, inches shorter. <laughs> yeah. He's really small. I know we talk about properly. He's really short. It's probably totally oh, See, did either of you recognise the Memo character? Because I was watching it thinking, I really know this guy from somewhere. And I've looked through his IMDb and I can't think where. He's in, like, the Mexican for about three minutes. And he has a moustache. So I can't think of anything that I've seen him from. But I I did watch it going, I've seen him somewhere before. But anyway, can't figure out where. Fashion back then. I'm not an expert on fashion. (laughs) But the hairnet thing um, and the the vests, the, the... yeah, fishnet vests. I think that might Bold be a stereotype meal. again, Dave. But potentially, let's let's bear in mind it? that it's a lot of white men that write this shit, that write this show, and we've had this before <laughs> with with black characters, haven't we? That they're written in a very very stereotypical way. Um, we've gone to Compton as well. Yeah, before in this show, and it was oh really? Yeah, yeah. which was <laughs> just as complex. essentially what happened in that show is Shawnee was the great white saviour of the black kids and in this in this episode Eddie is the great white saviour of the Mexican kids and it in no way feels really really icky oh my god wasn't it Asian kids probably yeah 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 that's for for the Hoff to sort out I guess of the Asian community yeah Yeah, it's a shame he wasn't involved more David Hasselhoff I'm sorry, Reese. I really am apologising. No, what would he have done? He, he had a few nice moments. He had a very funny bit when I think it was a point when they were in like the Baywatch office area, and um, Shawnee and Eddie had like a tiff because he didn't come home the night before. And then there was just like a, a, a shot of the Hoff like giving a very strange, funny look to be like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah. like you're in trouble." <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. That was like that's what the Hoff brings a bit of charm. But yeah, I think he was definitely missed because he just set up the plot of being like water program and then fucked off and I'm like, okay cheers. yeah <laughs> and he has been in every other episode this se- this season we we're, we're kind of used to this is this felt more like a season 1 episode actually because because mm. basically that's what used to happen with the Hoff in season 1 is like he'd introduce something then fuck off for the rest of the episode like <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't see him again and then maybe pop up at the end and be like ah Bye. And what have we learned? <laughs> what have we learned today, kids? <laughs> but yeah, this this season he's been making out left, right, and centre with females, and yeah, and oh, doing saviors and stuff. It's it's felt more, very much more like I'm David Hasselhoff. I run the show. 
uh, put make me do some cool shit. Yeah. But this one he didn't. Namely, just gar off with women. Yeah. yeah. I've just realised in this last five seconds, there wasn't a single water-based crime in the episode. <laughs> and I assume that is what Baywatch was about. They didn't do any water-based activities <laughs> apart from that one vomit-inducing boat ride. I, like... was, I was just about to talk about the boat ride. Dave, did it bring back horrible memories of being hideously seasick? Because I know, I know. Yeah, my uh... boat. I was. My boat wasn't quite like that. Um, <laughs> my boat was a catamaran, but I can't go in boats. I'd be just like those people and be like spewing <laughs> yeah. over the edge. I was um, watching it going, "Oh, look, the rel- a relatable bit for Dave here." Everyone, yeah, everyone throwing up on a boat. <laughs> I, I don't do boats at all. Was that supposed to signify the fact that that you know Latino people don't go on the water? Are they, is that kind of a is that a thing? I don't know if that's a. a I don't know because they none of them no, seem to be able to know. you know apart from the memo the main the main kid yeah they're yeah. all kind of like hating it. Have you ever seen the film McFarlane? This no. is going to be a bit of a tangent. Right, no. it's a Kevin Costner film, and it's kind of similar to this, but with, without the kayaking, it's about running. And it's about Kevin Costner who comes to a very uh, poor area, Latino area, and he makes these kids run, and they go districts and state. But there's one point when he takes them to the sea beach because they've never been to the seaside. Uh, and it's quite a beautiful moment. So yeah, I imagine it might be, yes, is the answer to that question. Okay. Um, and, and they don't live very far from the sea. No, uh, no, because they're all in LA, aren't they? A lot of their parents didn't think much of school or running. They had they thought it was more important to um, work out, as in work, because they had to do certain labour before and after school. Mm. And was, uh, but it's a good film. Recommend. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> I'll look it up. Also, uh, did did you hear what Court's doing now? So Court Court's obviously not going to be in this ever again. Like he's leaving. He's you know <laughs> we come back for one episode and he's he's off again. But he's going to run an outward bound course for kids in the hills. I think that's a lovely idea. I think that's a lovely idea as well. But he's literally the he's a, he's the least responsible adult ever. <laughs> like, you do not want to leave your kids with John D. Court. No, or your adults, <laughs> or your, yeah, point. or anyone in particular. No. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. <laughs> I was I wondered where he'd been. It was quite interesting. They kept saying where Africa or what was the other place said or Kuwait. They said or Kuwait. Various, they they mentioned like four different places, and I they'd never got set on an actual place. He does been. seem to come back once a series. Once a... So he's back. Really? So John D. Court's back in series three, series four, series five, and series six, but only for one episode each. And he also comes back for the Hawaiian wedding episode, oh, um, like the the, the feature one. length episode, whenever whenever oh, that Jesus. is. <laughs> in two thousand and three, Baywatch Hawaiian wedding sounds excellent. Yeah, I think they, I think they all come back for that. Three. Yeah. I didn't know it ran into the noughties. I thought it was a purely nineties. No, it, it two thousand one, two thousand two. It's got Jason Momoa's in it as well in yeah, the Hawaiian say, ones. Yeah, Jason Jason Momoa's in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see where he got his start. Rich, this is once the most popular TV show on the planet. Mm. I'm aware of. I'm aware of kind of how big it, it was, was. A cultural phenomenon, but I am struggling to see how on the basis <laughs> of one episode. Admittedly, it's just one episode that seemed like it was absolute shit. <laughs> I mean, it was absolute <laughs> shit. Um, but I don't understand what made this so popular. Considering you've just said that the first series wasn't, you know, very well received. Mm. Like, what made it? 
such a phenomenon apart from the attractive people in it? Is that just it? I think maybe the family families watch it together because you know there's a little bit of excitement, something from the mums and dads mm. and the bit of flesh departments. Well, we all know um, your granddad liked it, don't we, Dave? Like that's probably it's not original. just my granddad. It's not just my granddad. Lots of granddads watched it. it seems. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, it was before Gladiators. It was. A, it had a prime time sp- uh, spot on a Saturday night as well. Yeah, and pretty, also, people didn't good, have a lot of choice back then. We were talking like what forty, no, four, four TV channels, you know. Probably at this point, yeah. Lucky if you your parents had Sky or something, you know, might be able to watch that. But yeah, it wasn't there wasn't a massive amount of choice. So no, but it was Baywatch or nothing. And I think <laughs> I think we can hit upon the, the hit upon the reason that that everyone watched it because on the the, the you know my dad called it boob watch. And I think that's yeah. 90% of the reason that people watched it, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. It was for it was the like dads. Soft yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a joke in Friends as well when Chandler and Joey just watch it and they literally say the same thing. Yeah, they're just mm. running. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> I think that comes more in Series 3, to be honest. I think that... That's when the run starts. Yeah, I think mm. Series 1, they kind of played it quite straight. And actually, a lot of the kind of... A lot of the like sexy bodies and stuff were like the men, really. You notice the yes. difference between series one and series two is that the men always have shirts on in series two, where the men were always topless in series one, and like mm. always kind of like showing off the muscles and quite ripped. Now the only guy that gets kind of properly, you know, it's only the Hoff really, isn't it, that gets topless in this the, one? Yeah, first time we saw John D. Court last season, it was quite. He's quite a specimen of a man. Um, we were a little bit taken back with him. Yeah, he's got an eight uh, pack. Yeah, he, he was built like he was built like a British shit house. Uh, not so this series, I think. I think he might have been not down to the gym as much, but he still had his fighting spirit <laughs> and his cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was that. Talking about the fighting spirit was funny. I really there was a very odd interaction. I even wrote it down where Shawnee was not pleased with John D. Core and him taking. Eddie out on the town with him so she says like oh your phrase is when in doubt bail out is that's your motto and he goes oh no my motto is when the going gets tough the tough get going <laughs> what <laughs> where's the connection <laughs> like, I didn't understand that I don't know why that motto is even in the conversation like it was not linked to anything it was very funny no I mean it's just a, it's just a the writing the writing's very mm. the, the writing is is not the worst thing about the show, but that's only because the editing is so bad. <laughs> it comes a close second. But, you know. I've got one more thing I've just seen I've written down. All right. Why did they let the teenage boy save his father when they had, like, <laughs> to, he, do CPR? Moment, man. Yeah, but they've moment. got, like, people who could actually do CPR. We've let this boy who... <laughs> but someone came in got to go, go on, I'll take over. And he's and like, no. Just, <laughs> court went, no, no, court actually, let him do it. court actually said, let him be. <laughs> It's like if the man, so, if he dies, he dies. Damn it! But he will learn a lesson today. <laughs> I mean, I was fine with that. I thought it was funny, but I was like, yeah, he needs to learn a lesson. He needs to kind of show that his his arc is complete. He's learnt his water program course and CPR. Like he's done it. He's he's officially earned his certificate. Finally, I was fine with it. I thought I was. I was it was very dramatic. I bet his I father was, was like, "You shall let me die, you bastard." <laughs> Yeah, go be a lifeguard and leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Do we think he's going to become a lifeguard? Rick? No, no, no. He's going to disappear into obscurity this. and we'll never see him again. I'm going to look on IMDb now and just double check that I'm, that I'm right on that one. But no character ever comes back. Let's be clear on yeah. that. 
you know. very few of the storylines actually go into the next episode and it's quite alarming when they do bring in a character back to be honest at this point mm. I'm not quite sure where that's the, I think that's the exciting bit of Baywatch where the season's going to go because we <laughs> currently no have no idea uh, and this is back in the days, not like now when there's a nice 12 episodes in a season or 10 or 6. No, this has 22 episodes in a TV series. Yeah. It's it's too many. He's never back. He never comes back. <laughs> never... Not even as a different character, as far as I can see. Oh. <laughs> oh. Do you notice about he had um, magical powers at one point as well? Did he? Did he? I missed that. Yeah, there was a point when um, he... Uh, it was when Eddie goes back to speak to Danny Trejo to be like, let me let your son go and do this. And then he speaks to Memo, and then Memo walks back into the house. And then he walks back to the car, and then Memo was in the car already when they got to yeah. it. And I was like, oh, you teleported to, the, to that car there. How did you get I, into I it? I couldn't work that either. I don't know how he got there. <laughs> I, stand, I stand corrected, he's, by the way. He's coming back. He's coming back. He is, he, mm. Memo is back. It looks like Series 4. Wow. <laughs> the, the same, same character? Well, the same name. So, yeah, Memo Ultra, Ultrea, he uh, comes back in 1994 in an episode called you, The Life You Save. It's going to be weird to bring him back, so, because Eddie's not in it at that, that point, is, that's the only connection. That is going to be a weird one. But yeah, I can't. there's no one else from this episode in it, apart from Mitch. Well, they so, did yeah. have an interaction in the locker room when they stopped them fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did really I have to say, it started really strong this episode because I thought that was quite a good beginning, like a, 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 a fight on the beach and the guys nicking stereos from pretty people, all the mm. all the white people, um, and and the drowning. I don't know why he he to run away. He ran into the sea. <laughs> I made that exact thing yeah, on my phone. That's a good. I've written that down too. Why do they always run into the sea to get away? Like they always do it in Baywatch. Like that—that's not the place you run to get to safety. <laughs> Ridiculous. As and always. then he's surprised he ends up getting nearly getting drowned. Like no, you ran in to see what Ash is going to do, and the kid carries a, like a baseball bat into the sea with him, and uh, it just gets messy. I would just like to say this: this episode in series four sounds like the most ridiculous episode going. Basically, all the beaches get closed down by by Los Angeles Budget Commissioners looking to cut back on funding for lifeguard squads of Baywatch. And Mitch organises a meeting with the Budget Commissioners and they bring back loads of people that have been saved by Baywatch lifeguards. One of which oh, is Memo. That's class. <laughs> oh, that's good. There you go. So, yeah. Synergy. Yeah. They actually... They, one, they do go back. But two... They close down the beaches. <laughs> That's a big place. How? Exactly. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. They didn't even close the beach in Jaws, let alone why are they doing it in Baywatch? And like, we've had a, a Jaws uh, episode on this show and they didn't close the beach for that either. No. No. Um, if anything, they enticed more sharks to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'm not even kidding. That's what happened. How? Right. Okay. They there was a <laughs> there was a shady shark... restaurant owner who shark derby yeah basically. shark derby who put on a shark derby. Basically, the person who catches the biggest shark is the winner. Wins like th- twenty grand, thirty grand, something like that. And to attract more sharks to the area, he put a a sonic device 
under the water to attract the sharks. Yeah. We can't figure out if that's real or not. I've Googled it. I, I don't know if that's a thing. But yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean... What, a shark attack. Yeah, yeah, there is a shark attack. A Baywatch lifeguard no is killed by a shark. But, but, <laughs> there's literally no sign of blood on her and she dies from internal injuries. So not oh. bitten by the shark... Somehow shark, beaten but, yeah. but with a baseball bat by a shark. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I like to think, Reese, now that you're thinking, I might watch another episode. Sadly, I don't think that's the case. Um, <laughs> I mean, I want to see this shark episode, admittedly. I think I want to see how that plays out because it sounds really good. I think that's funny. got the um, it's got the highest rating of an episode on IMDb for an episode of Baywatch. It does, so, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, a whopping 7.4 stars out of 10. Yeah. Uh, the next highest rating <laughs> is 6.6. And we have to wait until Series 7, I think, for that to come up. <laughs> <laughs> What's this episode at? What's point of act? Oh, let's have a look. Point of attack gets a whopping five point six, which is which is. I mean, that's 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 a bit unfair. Fairly average, I'd say for 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 Baywatch for this series anyway. I can't. So yeah, you know, I'm not going to watch any again. Would you recommend it to anyone? No, (laughs) probably not. Um, It's honestly, it was like a fever dream. Yeah, it was so bizarre, and I just. You have to appreciate how mental it is, in a way, but at the same time, it's not entertaining in a good way. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it, I don't know. Wasn't a fan. I'm sorry. It was just a film that, like, it's not a bit like you know the room. You watch it because it's so bad, it's good kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it was a similar kind of vibe to the room, where you watch it out of curiosity than anything else. If it helps, yeah. we've got an episode coming up. Which is called "Now Sit Right Back and You'll Hear a Tale," which is an awful title. Which gets a, mm-hmm. a four point eight, which that oh, that's even that's low one. even for Baywatch. <laughs> so we've got that joy oh, to look forward to. If you want to come back for that one, Reese, you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you've not sold no. it. No, I mean um, to be honest, four point one. Other than that, four point eight. This is the lowest rated episode of the series so we've not treated you to a bit for the best I'm afraid I mean you've, you've picked a great one <laughs> I mean I've really I, I have enjoyed experiencing it to be fair yeah I mean I'd be lying if I didn't have fun with it mm. because it was so so bad yeah um, Rich yeah. did you enjoy this episode I think you, the, the, what we've watched now where does it rank I I I don't think it was I don't think it registered actually um, I, I, <laughs> I think I might have got to the point now where I'm numb to Baywatch's awfulness, um, because I watched this episode and I was just like, "Yeah, all that happened." <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't even sit there going, "This is terrible. This is awful." I didn't I, like I've done with a few episodes where I've watched it. I've been absolutely raging at how awful it is afterwards. I watched yeah, this one. This I was, was like, pleasant. "Yeah," I thought, like, "Yeah, that happened. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. You know, it's fine." It's just your standard Baywatch fare now. I don't understand where how the pointer of attack, the name the name of the pointer God of attack knows. comes into. God knows. Like I thought about that. Is that kind of I thought I thought the point of attack would be going towards like Trejo to be like go to like the source of memo, I guess. <laughs> like 
I don't know, but... Maybe. It's... Maybe, like, at the point of attack, of rather than trying to stop the gang crime, you convert the gang... Well, they called them gang bangers, by the way, which you've not mentioned once in the episode. <laughs> we've had that before. I think we've... Yeah. You stopped. Oh, really? Again, yeah, I that the Compton funny. one, they called them gang bangers as well. And I'm, I'm not okay. quite sure if that's a good term or a correct term to use. So, point of attack mm. is, a, is, a, is like a screenwriting term by the look of it. And it's the first thing the audience will see or hear as the as a, something begins, or it's like the inciting incident where the protagonist of the story is prompted to change and make a choice. Oh, so that's there you go. So oh, there you go. There you go. That's that's it so does, it does actually sense, have yeah. some sort of meaning. Wow, wow! I'm that's blown my mind. Yeah, because normally it's <laughs> normally it's nothing. Yeah, I mean normally. I mean we've we've had episodes which are called some called like. What was the best one? We had like brown water or something, didn't we? Muddy waters. Muddy waters. That was it. We had one called muddy waters. Barely had any water in it, let no alone mud. mud. Oh, there, was, there was definitely no mud. <laughs> no, it was set in the swimming pool, wasn't it? it was, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was like a... It was like a water slide park. Yeah. And I mean, unless someone shits themselves going down, down a flume, there was no muddy waters. Mm. <laughs> that would have been a better episode, to be honest. That would have been yeah. a better episode than that one. In between his two crocodiles. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. You love it, Reese. You should watch this because normally every episode there's a film reference. Yeah, we, we we believe there is a massive film nut on the writing team. It's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Some of the like uh, Shawnee in one episode says she's going to go home and watch a Fellaini box set. <laughs> really, a Fellaini box set. <laughs> Not just one no, of them, no, all no. of them. Every single That's her favorite. Yeah. She loves them. It's bizarre. I didn't. Did I, like I don't bizarre. think I got the movie reference in this one, though. Was there? A... I don't think there is one. No. Uh, Danny Trejo. Was... Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Machete. 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 Don't. Johnny Twenty Three. I don't know. That hadn't happened by then, would it? <laughs> Conair. Yeah, this... yeah. I, I didn't spot any movie yeah. references. So what fun. age? What age? Can I ask? What age were you born? Nineteen ninety-two. So yeah. this episode's older than you, then, Reese. So yeah. yeah. So that makes that makes a lot of sense that you've not seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, but then I don't think I don't think my parents were ever fans of it either. To be honest, I think they probably obviously they were aware of it because they were what in their twenties when it was. No, they were nearly thirty, I guess, when it was in its prime. Mm. But then I imagine that, like, my my dad was never been a big TV fan. Like, he watches Coronation Street, and that's about it. But then now he's retired, he watches everything. So he's um, kind of developing as a human being. <laughs> um, whereas my mum watched most things. But I don't think... I think she was always more of a Dallas person oh, as a wow. kid than she was Baywatch. But then I don't know if they were all at the same time. or I, I, I think know. Dallas was I the know. 80s. I think it was Dallas might have been done by, by, oh, right. by this point. So I was, I was 11 in 92... When it was, oh. so, so, seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> so yeah, this kind of like yeah, this kind of vaguely in my memory. Yeah. Well, Reese, thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks for enjoying it. I have actually enjoyed talking about it, ripping it shreds. It's been very good. But, yeah, I think that someone people actually like think we're doing a uh, a podcast about Bow Watch. It's about us like saying how much we love it, and it and it's mm. really not. It's, um, it's 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 something else. It's completely. taking the taking the piss out of it, exactly. And also, yeah. I'd just like to say it's been two episodes in a row where we've mentioned the in between us now. So you know, we'll we keep that up through the series. <laughs> keep that going. Next episode called Sandcastles. <laughs>
Oh dear. So what's what is the talk about the next episode, Dave? What happens in the next episode? Okay, the next episode is all is called Sandcastles. I'll read the bio for you, and you can all get excited about it. Sandcastles. Baywatch lifeguards gain insight into the plight of oh Jesus. Baywatch lifeguards gain. <laughs> oh, I just read it. Gain... I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> Baywatch lifeguards gain insight into the plight of the homeless when Hobie befriends a girl who's living on the streets. Eddie is attacked by a former mental patient known as Hector the Collector. Uh, mental patient and homeless people in the same episode. More white, That's more white saviors, but this time it's going to be Hobie uh, saving people, probably. <sighs> it's going to be fine. It's not going to be fine, Dave. It's not going to be fine. Like, can we it's just have fine. an episode that's not problematic for like just five minutes? <laughs> oh gosh. The one after that's dealing with obesity, so we're on a fucking roll. Oh, nice, brilliant. <laughs> Do you think they've just got like back in the writers' room back in the day? They just had like a dartboard that they span with like all like key topics, and was like, "Bam, today is about obesity and the homeless." And then the same episode, and then just kind of wrote an episode around that concept. I think they just gone. What can we the least sensitively deal with in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, take a stab at mental illness. <laughs> You're all crazy. <laughs> They fucked that up from episode one. Oh, uh, God, they really have. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and Hector, <laughs> normally they watch a movie and they think, I'm going to try and get that into a movie. So they've probably watched, I don't know, like Freddy Krueger or I'm trying to think Pretty Woman. It's the only one I can think of. She's not homeless. Ignore that reference. <laughs> <laughs> the prostitute had. Oh, a homeless person. Yeah. Nomadland. They watched Nomadland. Not, and then. Uh... <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done time travel or anything yet. Oh, if they do time travel episodes, let me know. Okay. I'll be on that one. Oh, fine. You've booked. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a time travel episode. It's, it's going to happen. It'll be in Baywatch Nights, probably. Oh, I hope so. And that's that for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Rich, did you enjoy that one? Ah, as always, I enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> I like making the podcast. I don't always enjoy watching the episode, but this episode was okay you know it was this this that kind of baywatchiness yeah there's lots of funny things to talk about in this one which is always what i aim to get out of an episode of baywatch nowadays yeah oh yeah there's, there's definitely enough to talk about and as as always it it, it skirted on the, on the side of inappropriate <laughs> many many times <laughs> um, but that's what baywatch does and yeah. I think Reese had a nice introduction to his first yeah. ever episode of Baywatch. <laughs> I, I will try and convince him to come back one day, but I don't think it'll be for a while. I think we've, um, you know. I think he was keen on Series 3. Like most people that we get on, they, they want to come back for Series 3 when Pamela Anderson's back. Or Pamela Anderson enters the fray. Yeah. She's such a draw, that woman. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rich, do you want to tell the people where we are and what where we would of be. course you can find us on lots of social media we are on facebook i am trying to make sure that i update facebook regularly and we're also on instagram which i'm not trying to update regularly i've got to be honest i've given up on instagram but we're there if you want to look at some photos um and we're also on twitter which is much better uh, it's the baywatched pod um all three of them you can find us the group on Facebook looks like it's a private group, but it's not. We let anyone join. Just come yeah, along. Come along. Preston will accept you. Even if you're a bot trying to sell T-shirts, we'll still let you in. It's fine. Um, 
but yeah just give us a follow up there <laughs> also give us a quick cheeky like and subscribe um we don't do this this podcast for money but we would it is nice to know that people listen so give us a thumbs up give us a like give us five stars give yeah. us a cheeky little subscribe and then you'll know when the next episodes are coming because it'll tell you yeah um, yeah and, and join and- us on our next one our next episode which is yeah. sandcastles we've already read out the other bio we're not going to do it again uh we will hunt down another guest hopefully it's always exciting to see who we find yeah um, i think it's really enjoyed someone who'd never seen baywatch before have a crack at baywatch so, so if you've never seen baywatch before and for some reason you're listening to this one why and two <laughs> come on the podcast get sent the message and we'll get you on <laughs> yeah that's all from me it's all from rich that's all uh, from me, yeah yeah, and we will see you next time. Well, not see you, but you know what I mean. You're overthinking yeah. it, mate. You're overthinking it. As ever. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye.